0: Today is the 11th of July, 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray, and I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time today, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, there's the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which can be downloaded. The links are in the episode notes down below. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way, or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrott.co.uk. Again, links to everything are in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. Let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, give us true unity with your Son, Jesus Christ, so that his power can be revealed in us and so that we may find new life so we can truly serve you. Lord, protect us from all error. Be among us with your Spirit to make us people who are genuine. Let your will be done in this age. Lord, intervene so that a new creation may come, a new heaven and a new earth as we have been promised. Father, We ask that your name be great among us, and that everything in heaven and on earth be done according to your will. Bless us this day. Amen. Acts 28 verse 16 When we arrived in Rome, Paul was allowed to live by himself with a soldier guarding him. Today we finish the book of Acts as Paul reaches Rome. It's not the end of Paul's travels, because we know that Paul has one final missionary journey that includes Crete, Spain, possibly Britain, and then back to Rome where he's executed by Nero. And while Paul doesn't stop travelling, his arrival in Rome for the first time is the fulfilment of God's promise that God will preach the gospel in Rome. And so we come to the end of our little. I suppose, inadvertent series about waiting for God to move and what we do while we wait. Because sometimes we achieve what God has said we would do and we do what God has promised us. And then, what do you do when you achieve something? I don't know about you, but whenever I achieve something, there's usually a huge moment of pride, of achievement, of a celebration that's very shortly followed by a question of, and now? Now what? It may just be me, but I always start to look for the next big thing, the next project, the next big idea, which I'll admit isn't always from God. And chasing the the next big thing, chasing the next idea, isn't necessarily a good thing. Paul was in Rome for two years before he was released. Projects we know take time to embed. People take time to have their hearts changed. And maybe like Paul, we just need to settle down and focus on what God has called us to do in that time and that place. God has other plans for us. Of that I have no doubt. And he'll reveal them to us when he's ready. All in his good time. And like everything else, maybe we just need to be a little bit patient. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, as I said earlier, we finish the book of Acts as we read Acts 28. <music> Loving God, as we approach your word, help us to hear it with your wisdom. Help us to respond to it with your grace. Help us to live it out with your power. And Lord, help us to be a mirror that we may reflect its truth on those around us. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Good News Translation, and today we're reading the final chapter of Acts, Acts 28. When we were safely ashore, we learned that the island was called Malta. The natives there were very friendly to us. It had started to rain and was cold, so they built a fire and made us all welcome. Paul gathered up a bundle of sticks and was putting them on the fire when a snake came out on account of the heat and fastened itself onto his hand. The natives saw the snake hanging on Paul's hand and said to one another, This man must be a murderer, but fate will not let him live, even though he escaped from the sea. But Paul shook the snake off into the fire without being harmed at all. They were waiting for him to swell up, or suddenly fall down dead. But after waiting for a long time and not seeing anything unusual happening to him, they changed their minds and said, He is a god. Not far from that place were some fields that belonged to Publius, the chief of the island. He welcomed us kindly, and for three days we were his guests. Publius's father was in bed, sick with fever and dysentery. Paul went into his room, prayed, placed his hands on him, and healed him. When this happened, all the other sick people on the island came and were healed. They gave us many gifts, and when we sailed, they put on board what we needed for the voyage. After three months, we sailed away on a ship from Alexandria called the twin gods, which had spent the winter in the island. We arrived in the city of Syracuse and stayed there for three days. From there we sailed on and arrived in the city of Regium. The next day, a wind began to blow from the south, and in two days we came to the town of Patioli. We found some believers there who asked us to stay with them a week, and so we came to Rome. The believers in Rome heard about us, and came as far as the towns of Market of Appius and three inns to meet us. When Paul saw them, he thanked God and was greatly encouraged. When we arrived in Rome, Paul was allowed to live by himself with a soldier guarding him. After three days, Paul called the local Jewish leaders to a meeting. When they had gathered, he said to them, My fellow Israelites, even though I did nothing against our people or the customs that we received from our ancestors, I was made a prisoner in Jerusalem and handed over to the Romans. After questioning me, the Romans wanted to release me, because they found that I had done nothing for which I deserved to die. But when the Jews opposed this, I was forced to appeal to the emperor, even though I had no accusation to make against my own people. That's why I asked to see you and talk with you. As a matter of fact, I am bound in chains like this for the sake of him for whom the people of Israel hope. They said to him, We have not received any letters from Judea about you, nor have any of our people come from there with any news or anything bad to say about you. But we would like to hear your ideas, because we know that everywhere people speak against this party to which you belong. So they set a date with Paul, and a large number of them came that day to the place where Paul was staying. From morning till night, he explained to them his message about the kingdom of God, and he tried to convince them about Jesus by quoting from the law of Moses and the writings of the prophets. Some of them were convinced by his words, but others would not believe. So they left, disagreeing amongst themselves. After Paul said this one thing, How well the Holy Spirit spoke through the prophet Isaiah to your ancestors, for he said, Go and say to this people, You will listen and listen but not understand. You will look and look but not see, because this people's minds are dull and they have stopped up their ears and closed their eyes. Otherwise their eyes would see, their ears would hear, their minds would understand and they would turn to me, says God, and I would heal them. And Paul concluded, You are to know then that God's message of salvation has been sent to the Gentiles. They will listen. For two years Paul lived in a place he rented for himself and there he welcomed all who came to see him. He preached about the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ, speaking with all boldness and freedom. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about some of those wonderful words of Luke that he's written in the book of Acts that have caught our attention. And then after the music, as always, we're going to pray. Before we pray, just a reminder that we're continuing to pray for the situation in the Ukraine. I don't know why God has laid this on my heart, but God has laid on my heart that we continue to pray for the war in the Ukraine. So I'd ask you to join me as we pray for the people in Ukraine. But our prayer today, from our Walking the Way prayer handbook, is for a unity in the Christian folk in our location. Sometimes we can be seen as so so broken, so fragmented. But actually, that's probably not the case. But let's pray for Christian unity in the places where we live, shall we? Lord, forgive your church for the time when she has tarnished your image, for the time when she's confused your message, and for the times when she's distracted from your love through her disunity. Lord Jesus, restore your church. For we would be known again by the way we love each other, and the way we love you, rather than seen as a house divided against itself, crumbling where it stands. Lord, break our hearts for your church. For we would build your house again here in our land, It's our desire that you would restore your body here. So, Lord, we kneel in repentance before you and submit to you. Humble us, Lord, as we serve each other so that your name again be raised high in our nation, Lord. Forgive us, restore us, reunite us and revive your church today so that all may see that you are love